Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I have missed you all so much. It's so good to be back. I want to thank you, Liz, and I want to thank you, Lori, for your kind words. I appreciate them very much. I appreciate all of you. But it's so good to be back and share some more Lucille Ball. Because <laughs> I love Lucy, too. I know you do, too. Let me just <laughs> share some not-so-good words. Well, not not-so-good, but okay. Tell me if I'm overreacting. So we're having ladies' night. We're just sitting around, whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. i got to do some um, some more research and a little more reading for uh, my podcast. And this lady said, oh, why are you doing so much? How much could you possibly have to say? <laughs> about Lucille Ball from a TV show. Well, guess what happened after that? After I regained my composure (laughs) and everyone in the room got their breath back because they knew, you know, it's like, oh my, okay, well, two things we know for sure right now. You don't know Lucille Ball and you don't know Alva. Um, Absolutely. There's a lot more to Lucille Ball than TV shows. And not that that's bad. Even if that was all she ever did, who did it better? You know, whose TV show, I Love Lucy, goes to number one with their very, very first episode? Who has to close the stores early? So why bother to waste electricity? No one's here. Everyone's home watching I Love Lucy, and guess what? I want to go home and watch I Love Lucy, too, so close the store. (laughs) When else has that happened? You know, and it wasn't that I expect every friend of mine to share every passion of mine. That's certainly not true. That's not the case. But when you put just in front of someone's name, like just Lucy, or, you know, it, it seems to me that it's kind of like devaluing it just a little, if that's correct. That's how I felt. I felt like when you, okay, just don't say just in front of Lucille Ball's name. There is no just when it comes to Lucille Ball. She was it. Okay. And it wasn't just TV shows. Were you? Have you listened to me? Have we talked? <laughs> I think I, that's my fault. My bad. That I'm slipping, because if it's a friend of mine, they should know at least something, you know, about my passion. I have a whole room in my house dedicated to Lucille Ball. Every doll, every trinket, every picture. I find, my friends find them, they mail them to me. My sister goes and finds t-shirts and pictures for the wall and all kinds of things. And these people, friends of mine, family of mine, know that it's my passion. So even though it's not their passion, if they see something, they know it's unusual, it's Lucy. They get it for me. You know, it's it's not that I expect you to feel like I feel. I just expect you to probably know what... (laughs) 
know a little bit about what you're talking about. Because, I mean, come on, it wasn't just... The lady made, what, 158-plus movies? Movies. Okay? That we did see. There was there were some that she made that never made it to the silver screen. You know, they had... I don't know what the production problems were, but there was... She made some that we never even had the honor to see. I mean, Frank Sinatra. Remember Frank Sinatra? Those of us? Hello. Frank Sinatra made The Manchurian Candidate. Remember that movie? Well, he actually wanted Lucille Ball for that role. The role of the mother. He wanted Lucille Ball. He pitched it. When they pitched it to him, he pitched her. You know, because he said that the reason he wanted to work with her is because she never put herself above the script. He said she was the kind of trooper, and that was his word, trooper, that will give her all no matter if it's a two-word line or a 200-word, if it's a two-word script or a 200-word script. She, he knew that she was going to give her all to it, and he cared so much about the, the movie um, that he wanted, of course, you know, people in the roles playing so close to him to be people that he felt he could have a good relationship with, and he knew that Lucille Ball was that one. But because of scheduling and um, whatever problems they had with the movie she was already making, she wasn't going to be able to be available for the uh, rehearsals and filming and all that stuff. So anyway, Angela Lansbury, they placed her in that role. And that was a good decision because she, I believe, was either nominated for an award or she actually got the award. But, you know, we know Angela Lansbury is... is, um, Murder, She Wrote, and so many other things as well. So the part still went to a good person. But I understand why Frank Sinatra would want Lucille Ball, you know, for that movie and um, so many other movies. I mean, have you read any of the great books, you know, about Lucy? I mean, there are some really good books. I really like the one called Ball of Fire. That's by Stefan Kanfer. Um, it starts with her childhood. It's the first book that I found that tells so much about her childhood and her her family, her uh, her, lin- her grandparents, you know. And this other book, Lucy at the Movies. This is the one you. This is the one that I brought out that night when my friend says she only did TV. This is the movie and the book. I mean, she was lucky. I only brought one book. Cause I could, I could look. Okay, I I have my library. I'm not just guessing. I I research. Plus, I love, love, love these books. This one, Lucy at the Movie, is by Cindy De La Hoyes. Great book. The beautiful pictures. And isn't Lucy beautiful? I mean, her demeanor, her essence. That's the word. Her essence defines elegance. I mean, if you want to get a picture of something that describes elegance, uh, regalness, beauty, take a picture of Lucille Ball. I don't care how far back you go in her photos, how far back you go, or how close up you come. Lucille Ball, either blonde, redhead or brunette, and she has played all three, is beautiful. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman. And this book... Um, here, Loving Lucy was actually the foreword in it was written by Gail Gordon, you know, and we all know who Gail Gordon is. He wrote the foreword for this in this book, an illustrated tribute to Lucille Ball, Loving Lucy by Bart Andrews and Thomas J. Watson. Great book. A lot of photos. 
especially a lot of her early years black and white photos. There's one in here that is so beautiful, but check this out. Lucille Ball's hair is jet black. Her hair is jet black. You don't see, um, I haven't, let me just say, I have not seen uh, a lot of Lucy, any Lucy that I can name other than this one reference here about um, her ha when her hair was actually jet black. And it is stunning still. Ah! And next to it, you know, she's blonde, of course. Go, Lucy. <laughs> I know women are chameleons and we are allowed and encouraged to always look different, always remake ourselves. And, for, you know, we can do our hair different colors, different ways every day, whatever we want, because we are women and men can do it, too, because we have the ability to chameleon ourselves. And no one did it better than Lucy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here's another one. It is the complete picture history of... I Love Lucy, the TV show by Michael McClay. This one is in, this is another one I've read. This one has a lot of history in it too, but this one has more of the history of the show. This one, this book is actually dedicated to the show I Love Lucy itself. And it gives a lot of pictures uh, from different episodes. It gives a lot of back, backstage information. It talks a lot about um, how they all got along and some of the people that, later years came to be on I Love Lucy, you know, um, like this, what, what was Ethel's husband's name? I forgot his name, but anyway, it talks about them, Harpo Marx and everyone else that was guest starring on Lucy, because especially John Wayne, in the later years, everybody wanted to be on I Love Lucy. In the beginning, it was Ricky and, and Lucy, Fred and Ethel, you know, and, and every now and then, Mrs. Trumbull. <laughs> Every now and then, Mr. Trump, and the different bosses that, that Desi had, that Ricky Ricardo had at the Tropicana, and then the Club Babalu. It went through so many phases. There are so many levels to this show. So even if, even if it were such a thing as just Lucy, a TV actress, come on now. Give that, give, give that credit. Give that credit. Because, okay, she did, she did a lot. Yeah, she did a lot that you don't know, but she did a lot not just for TV and for fans. She did a lot as a person. She was a motivator. You know, she was a role model. She gave so many other women uh, the model, the benchmark, the way, the help, the ladder, the dream. Okay? The dream to be a female comedian. Wasn't no easy job. It was no easy job, but look what happened because of it, because of her will, her determination and her success. You got Vivian Vance. Hmm. She was Vivian Vance already. She was doing Western. She was doing plays. That's how, you know, that's how Desi Arnaz discovered her. She was doing plays. But after she did Vivian Vance, became Ethel Mertz, <laughs> she really, really stood out after that. Carol Burnett. You think Carol Burnett would be Carol Burnett at that level? I'm not saying not at all, but at that level, if she had not had the influence, role model, success, help, and love of Lucille Ball, not so sure. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not so sure. I really think that having someone care about you being able to and then does help you 
that that's a lot. It it helps you help yourself. It helps you get that back straight. You know, you stand a little taller. You know, there's there's going to be things that's that's going to be he- heavy. You know, it's you know, it ain't what heavy is my brother. Oh yeah, it may be heavy. It's it's life. <laughs> it's not your brother. It's life. It's coming. It's staying. <laughs> so it's go and it gets heavy. But you when you have someone helping you with that weight, even if it's just a kind word or a presence, you have no idea what a difference it makes. No idea. And people say, oh, I didn't have time. Oh, I meant to. I didn't have time. People have time for what they choose to do. I'll say that again. People have time for what they choose to do. Okay? Myself included. Count how long it... I'm going to say three words. Count how long it takes me to say. Okay? Go. I miss you. Stop. How long did that take? Okay, commercials are longer. <laughs> it didn't take that long to say I miss you. And that was tech that was a text. And you know I'm not even a texter. Is there that word text? I'm not a texter. I want to hear your voice. I want to see how you're doing when I feel it in your voice. So I may do a little texting here and there, but primarily I'm gonna call you. Here's my other classic. This is a book written by Tom Watson about the sitcom I Love Lucy, about the show I Love Lucy. This one is also a picture, picture a pictorial uh, record because he has everything in line. He has what they're about. He has the classic moments. Um, he has the highlights of the actors and actresses that were guest stars in these. But here's another book that you can read if you think that she was just a TV star. <laughs> and it's called I Love Lucy, The Classic Moments, and it is by Tom Watson. Now this, this book here, I love this book. When my sister first brought this book, I don't even think she pulled the pages back to see what was in it. By the cover alone, I was like, oh my God, I love this book because, I mean, all the other ones are nice. They're beautiful. They're a beautiful book. They're well-made. They're beautiful content inside and out. But the cover on this one is the, my favorite shot of Lucy on I Love Lucy. And it is the episode when she's pretending that she speaks Italian because, you know, she made that bet with um, Ricky and Ethel and Fred that she would tell the truth. And the guy was supposed to be doing an audition and the the whatever lady didn't show up and he was going to throw knives into this backboard and Lucy's going to stand in front of it. Anyway, there is a capture of that and it's of Lucy and her eyes are bright and she is wearing a pair of earrings that are the most beautiful earrings I've ever, there are, it's a cluster, a diamond cluster earring. And it is absolutely one of my favorite, favorite pictures of Lucy. I mean, just the, just that. There, there's a lot of good uh, articles in this book as well. And it's called Lucy of Kid, like I said, by uh, Tim Frey, Tim Frew. And this one has a lot of pictures of their home life. You know, like uh, the show some, yes, of course. But these are uh, like half and half home Lucy and I love Lucy Lucy. <laughs> it's got their mothers in there, pictures of their mothers in there with them. Uh, their wedding pictures are in here. Some of the old pictures of their courtship, you know, are in here. But but if you really, really want to know, I mean, and, and the history of this family, both families, 
both families because, you know, we know who Desi was too. Desi Arnaz, his family had a great heritage. I mean, his great-grandfather owned uh, all that land they call the Miracle Mile now, you know, and uh, my daddy didn't have a city named after my mama. <laughs> but Desi Arnaz, Desi Arnaz's great-grandfather had a city named after his wife because he owned the property, okay? It's called Ventura, California. Her name was Ventura Arnaz, okay? We know that. So, But anyway, there's a lot to learn here about this fabulous, fabulous woman, you know, and it's good reading. It's really good reading. You'll be surprised. I was surprised to find out that it, it was Lucille Ball was responsible for Star Trek, you know, and Mission Impossible and, you know, and the Untouchables, you know, that's, those things are still going on today, just like I Love Lucy, still on TV. You know, these things, things with this kind of quality don't just go away. You know, they don't just go away. And it wasn't an easy road. Can you imagine? I mean, most of us with the nine to five, okay, by 2.30, I'm watching the clock going, did it stop ticking? Did it, what, how much longer do I have to be here? <laughs> you know, that's, that's a work day. We're typical. That's a typical work day. Okay. But imagine just Imagine a 24-hour job. There is no clock because <laughs> you're not getting off work. There is no clock to watch, okay? Your job is 24 hours, and you do this job 24 hours with your husband. With your husband. Now, you know, it's a chore sometimes just to go to the market together, <laughs> Because I know what I want, and I, I know what, and I know, I know what we're going to get, <laughs> you know. But there are times. <laughs> but imagine twenty-four hours, ride to work together, work together, ride home together, family together, live together. Next day, same thing. Well, guess what? My husband's office was right down the hall from mine. <laughs> yeah, we worked together too. My office was in one department, his was in another department, and they were four doors away. <laughs> yep, we rode together every morning, worked together every day, rode home together every evening. Thank God that it was just a nine to five though. <laughs> but a 24 hour job and a 24 hour marriage, that's, that's a lot. But they did it, they did it, and still produced the number one TV show ever. And as for, you know, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz didn't just arrive and stumble upon success. You know, this is something they worked for, they sacrificed for. You know, Lucille Ball was, what, helping the family pay bills at, what, three years old was it? Dancing on the table at the grocery store because her father had just passed away and um, her baby brother is born. But, you know, they, there's no money. There was no life insurance and that kind of thing. So, you know, when they would go to the market, they would, Lucy would dance on the table and the, the customers would give her pennies and those pennies would go to her mother and those, those pennies would provide food for her and her brother, you know, and the family. How many three-year-olds have a job? Or how many three-year-olds even realize the situation? I have to say very few. I have to have to have to say very few. So please don't just say just Lucy. 
Give the woman some respect. Give the woman some respect. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have another girls' night. And this time I'm going to showcase the movie Miss Grant Takes Richmond. And I know, I know, I know, I know you're familiar with the long, long trailer. And yours, mine, and ours. But way, way, way before that, <laughs> Lucy was already. Those were the, I call them the after movies. That These are the movies that were like the long, long trailer. And what was the other one? Yours, mine, ours. These were movies that she made after everyone had already realized what a bomb star she was. These are the afters. I'm talking about the earliest, the 1937s, 38s, 40s, you know, movies that she made back then. We're going to do a little girls' night with a tribute to I Love Lucy, Miss Lucille Ball. How about that? I sure wish you could join me. Maybe we can do it Zoom style. Um... So anyway, that was the situation. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know how you feel about that. And please, please don't stop emailing me and messaging me. I love reading your messages. I love hearing from you. I appreciate you so much. And let's see if we can um, just do a weekend. Just do one, one, one weekend of mimicking Lucille Ball in her perseverance at one thing we want to do. Let's pick one, one thing we want to do this weekend that we've been putting off and putting off and dreading or dreading or both. <laughs> let's, let's take that Lucille Ball position and get it done. Let's take that Lucille Ball determination and get it over with. You know, we, we, it may lead to something else that can be much greater. Let's just do that this week. And let's all do it. Let's just pick one thing. I'm going to pick the hallway closet. I'm so sick of opening that closet and standing back because I don't know what's coming with me. <laughs> and it makes no sense. I go in there every day, two or three times a day and do this exact same thing. Open the door. Boop, get back, baby, because you don't know what's coming down in my own house. Come on. That's crazy. I'm going to do it today. Yours might be skiing. Swimming. Calling an old friend. Calling a friend that you have not spoken to because y'all fell out. Really? Really? I don't think we have the privilege of time. And what I mean by that is, don't wait until you can't. Do it now. Okay? Anyway. I will speak to you again soon. Get those books. Get those books. Go on Amazon and get those books. Start with Lucy at the Movies by Cindy De La Hose. And, and, and get T Tim Frew, F-R-E-W. And see how beautiful this cover is. See how beautiful. I know it's not just me. It's and me, me, the pictures of their home. Oh, some of these I've never seen. The, the Chatsworth house. Some of these pictures are just so, so beautifully intimate and personal that it, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to have them and honored to be able to see them. So thank you, Tim, for that. But get some of these books. And, and the, um, the, if you want to know about the baby, the child, the grandma, grandpa, great, great, everybody, <laughs> get Ball of Fire by Stephen Camper and uh, enjoy yourself. Okay? I'll talk to you again soon. Stay happy. Stay safe. Find something to smile about and then share it. Okay? Talk to you soon. I love Lucy. I know you do too. Bye for now.